Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, to what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Johnny. And it's been a while since we had a topic on politics, so let's... I think it's time. Let's do another political roundup. Or is it political roundtable? Because roundup sounds like, yeehaw, political roundup. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where did that come from? But anyways, uh, let's see. Let's see. Where should we start? Uh, uh, a filibuster. Uh, Ruti, filibuster. Thoughts? Mm. Mm. Um, political roundup. Um, Not the political roundup. Yeehaw. Really round up, What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Stop saying political roundup, <laughs> political roundtable, or whatever. Politics. It's not politics. Yeah. <laughs> filibuster. Filibuster. What's up? Filibuster. What's up? Did you take something <laughs> for this segment? Well, if you're talking about politics. Sure, I, I had to pick something, right? If you did, can you slip me some of that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, where was I? Oh, yeah. Filibuster. What's up? Ruti. Ruti. Filibuster. Thoughts? Yeah. I'm filibustering? <laughs> no. I think that the whole topic right now is keep the filibuster or don't keep the filibuster. Go with that. Go. Keep the filibuster. Keep filibustering. Filibuster Seriously? on. It's the best way. Yes. Filibuster on and filibusterismo by uh, Jose Rizal, famous, um, the first national hero of the Philippines. Um, just like your 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 very famous um, lobbyists in in Washington D.C., they all filibuster until they get what they want. Filibuster away until you get what you want. It's the only way to get what you want. Wow! Oh, Jame, uh, go go go! <laughs> but you realize they're not doing the filibuster. But you realize they're not doing the filibuster the way they did it back in the uh, olden days, right? You know what I mean? Back in the olden days, you would actually have to stand there and actually speak. And that would be your filibuster. Hours you know what and mean? hours and hours. Exactly. Yes. And now the version of filibuster is like the, the episode of The Office when uh, Michael Scott declares bankruptcy. You know what I mean? I declare a bankruptcy. Remember? They just right. shouted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a stall wall. Yeah, my whole thing is like uh, I'm with the idea of, hey, listen, if those two assholes in, uh, in Arizona – and was it Virginia? Those two Democrats that are actually want to keep the block. If they want to keep it, that's fine. But they need to keep a version of it where the, the people that are objecting to the filibuster have to actually stand there for hours and hours at the end. You know what I mean? They can't just mm-hmm. filibuster and stuff like that. It's ridiculous. Because the thing is, it's, it's a, a democracy. It's a, major, it's a majority thing. And if the majority of the people in the House pass laws, the Senate has to negotiate and come up with, come up with a version of it that gets passed. You know what I mean? You can't just... The Republican can't just arbitrate, just just block it. You know what I mean? Just because they, they, you know, and not negotiate in good faith. You know, so yeah. I think they should either get rid of it or re- reform it to a point where they have to they have to force the Republicans to uh, negotiate in good faith. You know what I mean? uh, Biden has talked about what you said, where bring back the part where you have to talk, and and it has to be about what your what your philosophy yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah, like like do, go back to that. that. That will give people the incentive to not just say I'm filibustering and then move on, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. as, actually, like 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 say something to actually make a make your point and why you're against a bill or not, kind of thing. Yes. But the, the thing, thing is, is, the bills that they're objecting to, I'll just say real quick, the bill that they're the Republicans are objecting to, it's not even they're they're popular amongst the constituents, amongst, uh, 
You know what I mean? They're popular among the in, in the United States as a, as a general. Gun, re, gun reform. Everybody wants some version of gun reform. You know what I mean? Republicans, mm-hmm. He has majority support and stuff like that. So the fact that they filibuster and not letting it pa- any laws pass, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? So it's not like their will where they're, they're reflecting their constituents. You know what I mean? They're doing it for purely political reasons. Yeah. I mean? So, so, so. What, what's happening right now with Jami's explaining for the listeners who don't understand what the filibuster is happening right now? Um, essentially, you have like a hundred senators, right? Because mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about the Congress right now because senators. So, we're, yeah. so there's a hundred senators, and, and right now it's 50 50 Democrats, yeah. fifty Republicans. And that's a lie, actually, because it's not fifty Democrats. It's it's like forty something Democrats and a handful of independents. Right, yeah. and and then there's fifty. Technically, that uh, that one old guy from like Maryland, he's he's an independent, right? but he caucuses or he he parties. I mean, he he's associated with the Democrat. There's also the that's, it's also Bernie Sanders, who's technically an independent as well. Yeah, that's the other old guy, <laughs> the other old guy. But anyway, so and there's fifty Republicans. So what's happening yeah. right now is is in order for the filibuster to to take to actually cancel a bill, or in order for a bill to pass, they need to have sixty. 60 senators vote yes on the bill. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you have if you have a filibuster, all the that, that's the filibuster. That's essentially the filibuster it is now, right? Uh, so what, what's happening is that since you had like 50 Republicans and 50 Democrats, all it takes is just making sure that you have uh, 30. My mind right. 31 Republicans saying no to a bill, and the bill's not going to pass. Yeah. So even if you have 60, mm-hmm. if you, even if you have 59. Uh, say yes, the 31 says no, the bill yeah. is a no. It is yeah. a minority mm-hmm. win situation. Yeah. Okay. Which is weird because, you know, you, you don't go watch a sports game and the person who has less points wins. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Right. You and then you just don't go home afterwards. You don't go home because you know, the, when the minority person wins and stuff like that. Yeah. I think the clearest example, I, I, I used the gun reform example, but the clearest example is actually the thing that happened last week when they tried to do a commission on what happened on uh, January 6th, right? Mm-hmm. And then even that bill had like four or five Republicans uh, vote for the commission. So that, even that wasn't enough to to break the filibuster. Yes. You know what I mean? In, in what and, world do we live in where the majority does not win? Come yeah. on. America. Again, that's another example where clearly public opinion is for uh, a commission to find out what happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The the mother of the police officer that died on that day showed up, begging the Republicans to uh, to oh, allow yes. the commission to be formed. Yeah, that wasn't enough. You know what I mean? So again, it, to me, you have to break their focus because, because the thing is, the people on the Republican side do not negotiate on good faith because this because a commission to find out what happened on January sixth is a no brainer. Correct. That shouldn't be. Uh, that should be a, a base, a nonpartisan issue and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then there were reports where the McConnells uh, had basically called every Republican and said, hey, as a personal favor, vote against this commission and stuff like that. So like yeah. I said, again, it's not the will of the people we're talking about yeah. here. You're not, you know what I mean? So yeah. Like you said, you it, was, it was out of bad faith that they voted yeah. no just because they're oh. against Democrats. It, it, I, was, it was that simple. It, it, yeah. I mean, the 9-11 commission happened because that's the right thing to do. The Benghazi thing happened because technically that is the right thing to do as well. And But you know, but this one, come on. You, you get attacked on your own soil, on your own building, and you're going to vote no? I think, it's one, I think it, is, it is strategic that they push, they put that one out there to show how crazy, how stupid the filibuster is. And I think they did, they did deliberately to put it out there and to kind of embarrass because the, they need two Democrats to, to end the uh, filibuster, right? The, mm-hmm. guy, the chick from uh, Arizona and the dude from uh, Virginia. 
Joe yes. Manchin. No, but they still and need sixty. They still need sixty yeses to to abolish the filibuster, and that's not going to happen. No, no, they don't need sixty to abolish the filibuster. The filibuster is a procedural thing. They don't need. They don't need vote. That's not something that they kind of. Uh, it's a procedural thing. You know what I mean? Mm. And because they have the technically the majority, they can override. They don't have to follow the filibuster rules. Does that make sense? No, I guess I guess that makes sense. If it's not a bill, then it's a, it's a procedure. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why the, that's why there's so much focus on those two Democrats. Because so so far, only those two Democrats are holding on to the fact that the guy they want to continue using the filibuster procedure and stuff like that. Yeah, because the guy from Joe mentioned the guy from Virginia, whatever, he's holding on to it because he he said he he wants to honor a senator that the senator that that he replaced, blah blah blah. Even though the, the filibuster is like this old kind of leftover from Bob. Uh, why uh, why uh, anyway it's a whole thing but anyway yeah and the filibuster wasn't even something that the the funding funders uh, created it is not yeah. it's something that they added on after the fact that they the the southern states realized oh there's a lot of black people that can vote now we got we got to do everything we can to stop that <laughs> exactly you know what I mean? so so yeah. to to, cl- to clarify Ruthie says yes on filibustering <laughs> Some, for some reason, I have no idea. Kind of you joke, get whatever. what you want. Yeah. All right, no, so, I'm joking. I'm, 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 I'm joking. Abolishing it. Albert, you're, you're the tiebreaker. Obviously, my filibuster. Go, there, there is no tiebreaker. because no sense. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Let's go back there. Ruthie, were you joking or? Obviously, what was I, what was I even saying? I, I, I don't. Did you actually get anything out of my filibuster? Well, I was really surprised. That's all I got to yeah. say. No, no, no. You no, I'm afraid you'll only get to vote once. Don't, don't take it back. Albert, you're, you're the tiebreaker. There is no tiebreaker because I, I, I am all about abolishing it right now. Okay? <laughs> abolishing because, you know, filibuster can always come back in the future. Okay? Yeah. Once people, once this, once these baby senators learn their lessons, then they can have mm-hmm. the filibuster back. But until they learn their lesson, take it away. Yeah. The only, Listen, if you I'm a New Yorker. Like, it's anybody who stalls, who, like, if I ask them a question and they go, take some five minutes to explain just to answer a yes or no question. I don't have any patience. Like, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to, you know, yeah. we don't have time for this. Like, give me the, give me a straight answer. Otherwise, I'm going to lose it. I think you're so, thinking of it in no. the colloquial or the everyday sense. We're talking just the politics sense. The no, I know. So, it, for me, it applies. Because yeah. it's like, it shouldn't be that difficult to make a decision on what's right and what's wrong. For the people, right. if you work for the people. Right. Especially if you hold public office. I think this is just, I think this is just issue one. Albert, what's the second? What's number two? Uh, number two is universal. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's not just. This isn't the filibuster episode. It's the political roundup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That cocaine's okay. kicked in again. But anyways, uh, second issue: <laughs> universal voting. Uh, John Meng. Hmm? Sorry, I missed it. Well, what universal it? rights for voting. John Meng. Yeah, I do. Oh, I'm one of those people that. Yeah, if, I'm one of those people that sh- that I think once you turn 18, you should be automatically registered to vote and stuff like that. It's just an automatic right. You're 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 a citizen of this country. Oh, oh. The, hold on, hold, hold the thought, listeners. Just to clarify, what I mean by universal rights for voting, I mean like all fifty states, all fifty states, United States have to follow this this the same voting rules. Okay, yeah. Johnny, go. Yeah, I and agree. Uh, and part I of those agree. rules is like, hey, you're automatically registered to vote uh, once you turn eighteen and stuff like that. It's, I think it's your duty as a citizen. It's a thing that this country fought for. It's, just, it's supposedly the thing that that sets us apart from. From other countries and stuff, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's founded on the idea of a vote, you know what I mean? Of of, of rep- rep- representation. So yeah, I'm for it. There's no there's no excuse. There's no there's no excuse, and you shouldn't have to jump through like a million hoops. You don't you don't have to do sixty mm-hmm. forms of ID and all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's automatic registration. Yeah. It's just you know register you register. If you move or, from one county to another, if you change if your if your uh, driver's license address changes, mm-hmm. it should automatically follow you because like. 
the DMV is under the state. The state is under the federal government. Like, why yeah. isn't it all under one central system where if you update with one department, it just automatically updates the other? It, it should be a cascade effect. Yeah, and also, this is I why believe in this the country, like, fugitives can still get away because like, the system is kind of dumb and outdated. Yeah, also, I think people that are in jail, I don't think they should lose their right to vote. They're still citizens of the country. They should be allowed to still yeah. vote. Yeah. Like, like, things that are happening in, prison, in prisons affect, affect them. So, why shouldn't they be able to vote? I would. Yeah. Maybe if they, maybe, okay, like, it gets suspended, but then they should still have, they should, should still, like, after a certain time, kind of like, yeah. good behavior, and, you know. And there shouldn't be any kind of, out of prison and there shouldn't be any fines or, or any, anything we have to jump through who had to pay for something and stuff like that. It's automatic, right. it should be built, it should be baked into the system, like, it's, the cost of our election should be covered through our taxes. I, I, yeah. I think it's, and I also, think it's I don't understand every year. We do this every year, and yeah. yet every year it's confusing and such a cluster F, you know? Yeah. It's and like you, me every week. Like, you ask me for recommendations, and I, and I always forget that I have to do a recommendation, yeah. but that this is actually like the national system. Yeah. It's like they forget how voting works every year, and, and I, it's just and such a mess every time you go to the polls. And now that I voted by mail this last election, I'm going to do that every time now, so it should, yeah. it should make that easier, too. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Just heck send me yeah. an envelope, I'll... I'll you know, I'll sign it in blood. I'll mail it back. That's it. Nice. Yeah, I, I agree for the most part with everything you said. Um, especially, I mean, there's some logistical reasonings why everybody can just automatically vote kind of thing. But they can figure it out. If everybody can have a social security number, if everybody, most people have a driver's license or a citizenship yes. or pay the IRS, there's a record that you exist. Okay, yeah. so th those those any of those kind of records should be able to prove that hey, I'm a, I, I'm allowed to vote, yes. right? So after uh, after they deposited that those stimulus checks directly into my bank account, even though I I don't think I ever wrote down my routing number to any agency, I realized you know what they can find me, they can find it, they can figure out my voting. You know what I mean? They can they can make this a lot easier. Yeah, there's there's there's, there's, there's logistic stuff that they can they can deal with. Yeah. Um, however, my version of the universal rights to vote kind of thing is slightly different. I do respect the fact that states should have their own right to decide how people vote. However, if it goes too far, that's when it needs to be checked. And I think mm -hmm. there should be some kind of, some actually federal government that actually decides, not decides, but, but kind of like yeah. establishes certain ground rules on what yeah. you can or cannot do in terms of like how you want your citizens in your state to vote. Yeah. And there should be a limit. Okay. They can't just they can't just blankly say, "Hey, if we, if let's put a clause here." We don't feel like doing it this way. We feel like doing it that way. Right. No. I mean, I Listen, mean, if yeah. if they can standardize tests for children who are not even eighteen yet to determine their 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 future in university, why not standardize voting systems for oh. the future of the country? And my other thing why is, I don't. That just makes no logical sense to me. And also, what they should do is they should move uh, voting to a, a weekend, like a Saturday or something like that. It's ridiculous that's on a Tuesday. Yeah, it embarrassing. Be open. Yeah, but but I mean that's what I mean. Like if one state wanted to move it on the weekend and one state does not, I mean I think that should be allowed, right? But but there has to be some ground rules on how far they can go with it and how far they can change. I think there's too much freedom. Too much freedom. There is. It's a, it's too a much. right. It's like a, if it's a universal right, then. It should be the same everywhere. If we are, if we do want to continue saying that we are part of one country, then all these states need to act like one country and not like individual countries within a bigger country. Okay. Then, that doesn't make us any different from Yugoslavia. Then what are we like? We're just another state, another country, state within a within a, a bigger state. 
controlled by a by a larger government who doesn't actually like care about what each of the state is doing. But that's, no, that's, 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 we all that's affect each other's decisions, right? No, but that's that's this that's America for you, right? You know, like the federal government and the state government are supposed to work together but still be separate. That kind of thing. On certain issues, voting well, issues are voting is very fundamental to this country. So why isn't it standardized? Why shouldn't it be the same across all states? Yeah. Why shouldn't it be like given like yeah, geographical issues, um, logistics and things like that? Okay, that could vary, but um, everything else should be the same process. Like I don't understand why it's yeah. so hard in every state. There should, so, especially in. Republican states where they where they want to be in control of who gets to vote. Yeah, did that, you, uh, go jumping. I'll say, I'll say uh, next next topic. I think we repeat this one to that. Yeah, I I just want to just really quick jab at the fact that uh, the Texas Republican legislator wanted to put a clause in their voting laws that suggested that if they don't like the results of the voting, they yeah, can they decide for you. <laughs> that should not happen. See things so like that. Again, yeah. Things like that point? should not happen. <laughs> things like that should yeah. not happen. That's what I mean. Like you can, but then that's what I mean. When there's too much freedom, is that things like that will happen? Yeah, yeah. And it has obviously. There has to be a standardized uh, rule regarding how to vote, and then and then Mm -hmm. you can tweak it a little bit, but not that much. Okay, not Uh, that much. We'll go. We'll go with one more topic and end it right there. Uh, America's foreign policies right now. Right now, uh, we're dealing with multiple fronts here. You got Russia. The hacking and all that stuff. Which so we're is, doing great. Uh, we got, we got, we got, uh, <laughs> e- we got Israel and Palestine. There's I heard they're doing happened. great. I think I heard, yeah. I heard they're getting along. They're and, then, and, and then there's the whole like, a huggy. and then there's the whole like China invading the South uh, China China Sea from you know Taiwan, oh, wait, Phil- oh, Philippines, and Australia. There's that thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, Ruti, thoughts on uh, what what should be America's foreign policy regarding oh, this all these countries? <laughs> we need to start minding our own business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have way too many problems here at home. Oh, you're, be, go, you're going for meddling you're, and... wait, 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 wait. Hold on, you're going for America first. <laughs> you're going for America first. I'm going for. <laughs> I'm going for the the whole um, oxygen first. Like, if your country is suffocating, how about you need to pay attention and and pull money back into the country versus like, yeah, I get put some aid out there, help other countries who are in need. But America has become so imperialistic in their in their foreign policy that they've forgotten the the. They've forgotten that they need to be helping people rather than looking out for their own interests. Okay, okay. Hold on. Let me, let, it, let, let me back back here a little bit. Okay, what you're saying is, is sound in, in that in that uh, ideological speak thing. But I pointed out certain three things that, that are happening. Russia, hacks. You know, Israel, Palestine, the Gaza Strip thing. Uh, America giving Israel all these all this, uh, military weapons. And uh, China invading Taiwan. Okay, so now if you just simply simply put it to those three topics, what say you on how the America should handle this? <laughs> you got this, Ruthie. Don't worry. You got this. Uh, so the biggest and brightest mind has never thought this far, but you got this. <laughs> we'll solve it on this podcast. Oh I don't what, right. should, what should America do? What should America do? Well, a pass. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you passing to jumping? How about, how about no, I'm not passing. No. Put Trump in jail because because I mean he's the whole reason why we got hacked by Russians in the first place. Like he let them in. He, well, I'm not putting it so simply. I'm not oversimplifying it, but that's basically the gist of it for me, anyway. Um, yeah, the U.S. needs to 
let up on constantly giving Israel so much, so many weapons, because first of all, I mean, I'm not, you know, again, it's, it, it's not anti-Semitism to be anti, um, anti-occupation of Israeli troops into the Gaza Strip or into Palestinian territory, but technically Israel did not even exist a hundred years ago. So yes, it should be if they wanted to move in there, the Palestinians allowed them. They should have commingled, just like they the people whoa, have done whoa, in that whoa, region. Hold on, hold on. Before you go that, that that down that rabbit hole, you're talking about the Middle East politics. <laughs> I'm talking about America. I'm talking about America's response <gasps> to what's going on there. Not 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 what's going on there, but America's response to what's going on there. What do I think of America's response to going on there? It's weak, weak man. They need to they they need to pick a side or at least like try to fix it and and by fix it i mean they need to not try to just be so one-sided about things okay how about how about and russia I, russia and hacks and we, russia and hacks well again they need to put trump in jail for that because he was the one who invited them in he was the one who who started this whole circus with the russian hacks mm. um with taiwan uh with china and taiwan taiwan has been a country of its own for how many years now it's time that the U.S. makes China. I guess it doesn't help that we're so dependent on Chinese Chinese factories. So it's about like, time that they tell China to to recognize them as a country. Wait, hold on a second. Who is John Cena going to call in? What's happening here? I know, I, the, yeah, that, that was like, a, like what did you used to say? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to move on from that. John Ming, go. Do, do, we have, do, we have, do I have to issue an apology in Chinese now? Do I have to use my bad way to issue an apology? Oh, no. Yeah. How about that country? My whole thing is, uh, I'll start with the easiest one, uh, Palestine and Israel. Oh, it's oh, a yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. <laughs> well, well, the easy thing, one, right? Yeah, I agree with the fact that we should, I agree with the progressive Democrats. We should not be selling any kind of arms to Israel. It's ridiculous, no. man. They don't need 750, $700 billion worth of arms. Stop it. And stuff like that. They should, they should, you know what I mean? They're a bully. You know, they're occupying space. You know what I mean? It's like, stop it. And then I would actually, overall, actually, I would lead into, lean into humanitarian, humanitarian efforts and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The COVID thing, I mean, I think we've reached a plateau of how many people are taking COVID shots now. I would take all that surplus and everything, ship it to India, ship it to everywhere that needs it and stuff like that. Just shoot everybody with vaccine, get that goodwill going and stuff like that. And strengthening India is also like a, a deterrent against China and stuff like that because they don't get along. You know what I mean? They really don't get along. And the <laughs> thing is, and China, and the thing with China and Taiwan is actually, I don't think China is actually going to physically, in, physically, invade them you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're gonna do that the sneaky thing they're gonna like you know sneak people over use the intelligence buy up all time ta- if, if they have stock mm-hmm. buy up Taiwan. They'll, 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 they'll occupy it. they'll buy Thank their you. way back into china and mm-hmm. taiwan and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know what i mean so just smart thing and the thing with uh, putin i agree with what ruthie says the few anybody that cooperate with them cooperate with them as far as like hacking and stuff like that needs to put on needs to have a big public display and you know a big public trial and they should go to jail and then everything else you just give money because Russia for them. I know they're hacking us, but Russia's biggest concern is their the border that they have with Europe. You know what I mean? So just strengthen their our relationship with uh, the European Union, stuff like that. You know what I mean? So that's my that's my whole thing. Did right. I cover everything? Uh, I, 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 that, that's one of the topics. Let me, let me put my two cents here. I'm with Jiaming. I don't think China is going to physically invade Taiwan. That's all. It's all for show. It's not going to happen, right? Yeah. They're trying to. They're trying to. Get reunification through politics by having people in Taiwan gain power mm-hmm. and then reun- reunite with China. That's yeah. what they're going to do. Uh, Hearts of mine. Buying more stuff through capitalism in the business in Taiwan. That's another thing they're going to do. 
but but America needs to back Taiwan. I think it's as simple as that. Okay, mm-hmm. since since yeah. since we're saying that that China's not going to go to war with Taiwan because it's just going to cost World War Three, uh, America just has to like like what Ruthie said actually is acknowledge publicly acknowledge Taiwan as a country and not part of mm-hmm. China. That'll be, well, that should be the first step. Support. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that should be the first step. Honestly, they can just start with a simple step of because uh, they're they're still doing conferences about uh, uh, COVID, right? And as part of WHO, they should definitely acknowledge Taiwan should be part of that uh, meetings and stuff like that because they've mm-hmm. handled it. Even though they've had problems recently, they've handled COVID pretty well. I mean, there's no reason why they should be part of that discussion, some of that. Yeah, you know. So yeah. and then anyway, of, and of course, yeah. um, more sanctions against China because you know oh. money talks. Okay, sanctions, sanctions, sanctions. Russia sanctions. Sanctions. If Russia's not going to fix their hacking problem to America, even even though they're claiming, oh, it's not us, well, it's we know it's coming from you guys. So you fix your own mess, and until you do that, mm-hmm. sanctions, 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 yeah. right? Not go to war, sanctions, because money talks. Uh, in, in terms of Israel and Palestine, step out of, stay out of it. D- yeah. Don't give any side weapons. You know, give them humanitarian aid, sure. Yes, but don't give either side weapons. I think I think I think that one is as simple as that because their war is yeah. their war. It's not America's war; it's their war, you know. So so humanitarian, and and that's my two cents. I definitely I definitely don't I definitely think that we should lead with humanitarian efforts and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it'd be a nice change of pace. And the th- one of the things I read recently, one of the things that that's breaking my heart right now is like uh, all the military nuclear, especially the nuclear buildup that Trump signed off on. Biden's just sort of continuing. You know what I mean? He's not cutting the budgets to our nuclear capacity. That's hey, ridiculous. And you know what? There's uh, no reason. Uh, uh, there's no uh, reason why. Uh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. Go finish your sentence. There's no, there's no reason why we should have these many nukes and these many bombs and stuff like that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'll, I'll finish. I'll mm-hmm. finish my thought on mm-hmm. that. Uh, I'll finish my tangent. Uh, if if Israel goes to war with with Palestine, if Palestine goes to war with with Israel, sanctions, sanctions, yeah. sanctions, sanctions, sanctions. But the thing is, you can't do and you can't do a thing like both sides like going to war and stuff like that. Only, only Israel is recognized as a country. Palestine is not considered a country. They can't go to war with each other. You know what I mean? There's no government in Palestine. But I mean? just like the whole thing with with Russia and like they they're not, they're not my hackers. You know, yeah. the Hamas, which is in Palestine, is that's a, re- you know that's a re- but that's a ridiculous argument stuff like that. The problem, the whole thing is like the people. The reason why people are are drawn to Hamas is because they have no political, they have no outlet to 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 talk about their grievances. There's a clip that was online where the uh, the reporters asked the the, uh, the the like secretary of one of, like one of the press secretaries like these Palestinians are being kicked out of their homes. Where can they go to address these grievances? You know what I mean? The UN doesn't recognize mm-hmm. them. Where do they go? Where do they, what court system? What system do they? What outlet do they have? Well, there you go. Let's so, fix let's fix that. Yeah. That, that that sounds yeah. like the movie I saw recently called Oslo, which is about the the Iran Palestinian oh, yeah, peace that. accords that yeah. was that happened in. Mm-hmm. Oslo in back yeah. in the 90s, yeah. uh, you should watch that because they had the same exact problem that they're having right yeah. now. Yeah, all, all I'm asking for people to think about is when they, talk, when they think about Palestinians is like, imagine if your family was was uh, living in a house that's Palestine and then you were actually forcibly shoved into a closet. What would you do? What what what? How far would you go to get your your family out of it, living in a literal closet space? If you have no means. Have no outlet, no legal means to 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 get out of there. What would you turn to violence? You know, I would say most people would. You know what I mean? So, you know, so I don't think people can just say, "Hey, take care of Hamas," and then we'll, we'll listen to your grievances. I don't think that's fair. I, that's not a fair argument to the people of Palestine. You know what I mean? So, I agree. It's very very easy. I'm being sarcastic, but you know, 
it's an easy topic. <laughs> easy topic. All right. <sighs> well, and there's there you go. And there's our political roundup. Political roundup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five by Five. And you can find uh, you can find me on Instagram at Ruthie Grace Fourteen and Ruthie's Cats. Uh, what do you call it? You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Music has been provided by the White Access. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatworsway.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, Ruthie, how about a recommendation? Um, so I saw a, um, what looked like a dumb movie, and it kind of was, but it was actually kind of enjoyable on HBO Max. Greenland with, um, with Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, one of those, um, post, uh, not post apocalyptic, but those kind of, it's a disaster like, movie. Um, disaster movie. The day after tomorrow, yeah. um, Armageddon kind of, um, you know, a comet, a comet is coming to destroy the, the earth. Um, but the way it ended, it actually was like, it was actually good. It actually, you know, was like a pleasant ending. It was a, it's, it was a nice movie to watch. It was, um, Engaging enough, the acting was good. The pacing of the scenes were good. Um, uh, overall, it was a good movie. It was, I, you know, give it a good B plus. You know, it's nothing crazy, but action sequences were were cool. Again, the storyline um, is like one of those where you've heard it before, you've seen it before, but they actually did it in a very uh, nice, fresh, fresh way. So uh, yeah, if you're bored on a Sunday or on a weekend or on a weekday weeknight uh, check out Greenland on HBO Max yeah it's one of those movies that came out only in theaters last year and now you can watch it at home HBO Max alright uh, I actually didn't want to watch that because I heard it I heard it was like it was actually enjoyably fun like what you're saying you know even though it's mm-hmm. dumb <laughs> it's dumb fun that kind of thing I mean Armageddon is a yeah, good example yeah it's like dumb fun you know? but it was actually not like like really you don't, you don't end up going like <laughs> did I really waste two and a half hours on that movie but right, no it right. actually was like Okay, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> not I mean, much of a waste of a time. Is it at least better than Day After Tomorrow? Because Day After no- Tomorrow was kind of stupid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They ran away from frost. From I know. frost. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Yeah. What's See, dumber? Running away from frost or running away from wind in the, in the happening? Remember that? <laughs> That's right. Or that running away from a pyroclastic cloud. Like in Dante's Peak. Trying to outrun it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> With a truck over ash. <laughs> yep. All right. There we go. Yeah. So that's uh, Greenland on HBO Max. Okay. This was episode 446 of the Stuff and Junction. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network.